0: Our scripture reading today is from the Gospel of Luke in the 14th chapter. I'll be reading from the Common English Bible, the version on this intergenerational Sunday. I'm choosing this version because it's the version we share with our third graders. Uh, Listen now for the word of the Lord. Large crowds were traveling with Jesus and turning to them, he said, Whoever comes to me and doesn't hate father and mother, spouse and children, and brothers and sisters, yes, even one's own life cannot be my disciple. Whoever doesn't carry their own cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. If one of you wanted to build a tower, wouldn't you first sit down and calculate the cost to determine whether you would have enough money to complete it, Otherwise, when you have laid the foundation but couldn't finish the tower, all who see it will begin to belittle you. They will see, say, here's the person who began construction and who could not complete it. Or what king would go to war against another king without first sitting down to consider whether his 10,000 soldiers could go up against the 20,000 coming against him? And if he didn't think he could win, he would send a representative to discuss terms of peace while his enemy was still a long way off. In the same way, none of you who are unwilling to give up all your possessions can be my disciple. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please pray with me. Oh, gracious and holy God, as we gather on this Labor Day weekend, Celebrating and recognizing the end of summer, gather us in. Guide us as we find one another. Inspire us with your word and open our hearts to your way. This I pray in the gracious and powerful name of Jesus, amen. I ended a three month sabbatical period from Sunnyside during the first week of August. Wanting to suck the marrow out of every last minute of it, we decided to take a last and final trip to Springfield, Illinois, where our family would visit the Abraham Lincoln Museum. This has been on our task list and our to-do joyful list for quite some time, and it was fun to be able to do it. I was so struck as we walked through the museum, museums, as I read his speeches, how Abraham Lincoln was infused with scripture. His speeches and his life, his leadership were formed in his character and his identity as a child of God by the word of God. I even wondered, honestly, as I read through his speeches, are his speeches more scriptural than some of my sermons? That is how much I recognize passages of Isaiah, gospel passages, the words of Jesus within him. I wonder if any of you took road trips this past summer Or maybe if you have taken one recently, you'll recognize also that return home, when you start to see the road signs that mark South Bend, 93 miles, they usually happen right as you come through Chicago, at least on our path. And they indicate regularly 93 miles to South Bend, 36 miles to South Bend, or maybe 31 miles until the next service station. These are mile markers along the way. They guide us and help us get where we're going. In our passage today, our teaching and parable from Jesus is a lot like a mile marker, reminding us he's going to Jerusalem. Jesus is on a journey. He is going to the cross. Discipleship, I think, is a lot like learning to make the right choice learning to choose God's way. It's a path that we learn is not always comfortable. And in this instance, Jesus is telling his followers and all who will listen, this road is going to be uncomfortable. The way of the cross, the way ahead, it will be costly. This is where I'm going. Count your cost. see where I'm going and decide if you will come with me too. It's a weighty responsibility when he says, whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. For which of you, intending to be a tower, does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it? This is where I was again reminded and struck by the leadership and the life i just learned about in Abraham Lincoln. You see, Abraham Lincoln was known in his youth to spend time chopping trees. He was very strategic in all of his leadership and even once said, give me six hours to chop a tree and I will spend four of them sharpening the ax. He deliberated and made careful choices all along the way. My family noticed the different bronze castings of his face. There's one made at the beginning where you can see and it's commonly rubbed on his nose. And so we took also that stereotypical picture of the family rubbing Abraham's nose just for a little of who knows what, right? That marks the entry to his grave. However, the exit is marked by a very different cast of his face. One in which the artist who made it described it saying, one month before his death, mind you, the artist said, this is the face of death. You see, he had aged considerably in his time as president. For the weight and the responsibility of following the path, following the way of Jesus, it did take a toll. In our parable today, Jesus invites us to the single-mindedness, the sure and certain purpose of following him to the way of the cross. Now, if you're at all like me, as you hear this parable, it can be a little crippling in the expectation. I can see the road sign. The cross is coming and think, it's too far. It's too hard. I'm afraid I can't do it. I'm sure I will make mistakes along the way. That's truth. Friends, this is where there's good news, even in this text for us today. For we are promised we we will walk with Christ on this path. I think Jesus tells us in this parable, while life can be hard, discipleship and making the choice to follow Christ time and time again, can be hard. The good news is that the burden belongs to Christ. For while we are invited to carry the cross, it is always Christ who stands beneath it. While we are invited to join him on this path, it is always he who shoulders this burden. So as Jesus speaks to the parable, this parable to the crowds whose growing interest in his healing and his miracles and the authority with which he speaks, he wants them to count the cost. He wants them to join him in the shelter of the cross that is ahead. I wonder if any of you are Star Wars fans out there. I couldn't help re- thinking of, as I was preparing this sermon, a, a spin-off series from the Star Wars movies that was launched sometime maybe last year, The Mandalorian, do you know it? Yes, the, the Mandalorian struck me in each episode as he would go fulfill sometimes a noble task, sometimes a ruthless task. But at each juncture, he would have a choice to make. Would he fulfill this path ahead of him? Would he complete the journey he was given? And in response to it, he would do it and always say, this is the way. So in each episode, After completing his journey, he would say, this is the way. And then he would go on on to the next. The way of the cross is made step by step by step. Jesus is giving us a mile marker here, pointing us to where we are going, to where he is going, to the cross he would deliver and fulfill for us. And this, my friends, is the way. I think also there is more good news to be had in this text, for we find that we are not alone on this path or on this way. Yesterday, as Brian Thomas spoke about earlier, Sunnyside partnered with Olivet AME Church, one of our neighborhood churches here. We worked together to host a 5K community peace, walk, run, and stroll that would help support the Heroes Camp and the children in our community through uh, basketball camps and faith. So yes, that's probably why Pastor Joel and I both walked and ran in our robes. It was a little warm. We got a little sweaty, folks. (laughs) So if you're keeping your distance from us, we understand. The dry cleaners is coming later, right? As we partnered with Olivet, we began reaching out to them, thanks to Bill Moore, and building a bridge, building a community with them. Embracing the motto that Olivet's leader, Jeff Thomas, put before us saying, let's get comfortable being uncomfortable. Olivet, the first black church here in South Bend, Sunnyside, along 150 plus two, Three, we're almost on three, right? 150 plus three. Longtime neighbors in, in embracing difficult conversations of discipleship, of race, of gun violence and politics. Learning to be uncomfortable together. Learning from one another in these conversations. This is the way as we build a bridge to deeper and truer community, as Christ carries the cross for us. It is honest, it is real, it is uncomfortable, and this is the way. And today, did you hear the promises of baptism This joy that we celebrate, that our entire community, our children, our youth, and all of this congregation stand to support James and his life of faith and to support their family as he grows to know Jesus. We come together under the cross. This is the way. This is the good news. A daunting task for sure, But friends, we are not left with a crippling burden, for Christ has paid the price. Christ will carry the cross. So along this path of discipleship, no doubt we will be faced with difficult decisions. No doubt Christ has paved the way for us. Along this way, there will be times that God puts people beside us, behind us, before us. So this terrible that may sound in some ways like impossible news to hear, may it ring with the, with the beauty of the cross as Christ holds the cross above us and the community of God's people surrounds us at our side. Thanks be to God that this is the way. This is the journey God has called us towards. And friends, don't I have to also point out that on this baptismal Sunday, the, day before, the Sunday before our rally day, when our children's and youth and education programs kick off, I heard all those promises. I heard the promise to raise up, to nurture, to care for our community. Thanks be to God for this community, that we rest in the truth and the abundance of the cross and that God appoints us, one another, to share this joy as we journey together. This is the way. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen.